Welcome to Season 4 of Dreams and Bone, the podcast designed to help us all learn more about practicing the art of creative living. This podcast is part of Grow Me a Story, our website dedicated to the idea that everyone is creative. And inch by inch, row by row, we want to help you grow the creative dreams and bones in your life through conversation with other creatives. My name is Carol Woolham Roberts. And I'm her husband, Paul. As your creativity cultivators, Carol and I have been bringing special guests to you since the beginning of 2022 to talk with us about the deep joy and meaning that comes from practicing the art of creative living. Throughout this month of December, we are sharing our visit with our good friend Carrie Alexander, the owner of Sunshine Flower Farm. This week, we will hear her talk about her color scheme plans for the upcoming new year, and how growing flowers grows her relationship with the Creator. Well, let's get started with Episode 3 of our four-part interview with flower farmer Carrie Alexander. So, talk to me a little bit about color. I say about me that I really don't have this really good sense of color and what goes together. Uh, what what color calls to you, Carrie? Uh, what well, you colors? Know, my, my color for 2023 was purple. I should say is purple. We still have the rest of November and December. Mm-hmm. So purple has been my color. And I, in fact, my personal garden space, my personal pots that I did all had tons of purple. So that was my color this year for sure, Paul. Mm-hmm. I... I'm funny. I love every color under the rainbow. I really love like a plethora of color and I love to grow a plethora of color. Probably the color that I don't, I grow the least, I would say is red. (laughs) I don't grow a ton of red. Mm -hmm. One thing about gardening is, and especially when we have a really hot summer, to me, reds and oranges get a little bit, they feel hot. Mm -hmm. And Mm so when we're living in our outdoor space, I, especially this last summer, I really wanted it to feel cool and calm and I wanted it to feel kind of like spring mm-hmm. all summer uh, long yeah. so I went with purples and lavenders and kind of blushy pinks and blushy apricots mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, if I could find a pale yellow I mean those kinds of colors just seem to like calm everything down yes. right and just and it felt cooler so in the garden a lot of the seed that I bought you know my intention was to grow as much as I could for Daniel and Abby's wedding mm-hmm. which was the summer of mm-hmm. 2021 and no, sorry, 2022, mm-hmm. excuse me, 2022. But I was purchasing in 2021. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't able to grow a lot of those seeds. So I had to wait a year to grow that. So a lot mm-hmm. of the, the wine, like their color was like wine. Mm-hmm. Want Merlot, you know, and she mm-hmm. wanted yeah. that, like the apricots and the blushy pinks mm-hmm. and all of those colors. I did a ton of white, like a lot of um, stuff I have is white, which florists can't get enough white. Mm-hmm. They love, and white mm-hmm. is wonderful, especially mm-hmm. in the wedding world. Yeah. So anyway, I, a lot of the color schemes I grew last year were like really kind of for Daniel or they were really wedding vibe oriented mm-hmm. for me. So this next year, I really, I would like to grow to make sure I have a little bit of everything, mm-hmm. you know, and maybe I am challenged to do maybe a little bit more with red. I don't mm-hmm. know what it is. I just red is, I'll buy red geraniums for uh-huh. like our geranium sale. Right. And I love that deep, deep red that those are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I really do love orange. I love orange, especially with purple. I love that together. Mm-hmm. So this year, definitely, I, I loved what I did. I'm struggling for my 2023 or 2024 color scheme for mm-hmm. my flowers. I need to let my my little gal know, my little Carrie Glessner, who owns uh, the, the Greenhouse Coeur d'Alene, she, I've got to t- give her my pre-designed colors for my, mm. my baskets for this next year because she does all my hanging baskets. Mm-hmm. And I'm challenged that for this next year what yeah. color scheme I want to go with because I, I, 
I'm like, do I want to stay with purple? Mm-hmm. I loved it so much. Yeah. Yeah. So. I know. I think there was uh, a lot, because of the all-class reunion and our colors are purple and gold, yeah. Yeah. there was a lot of purple like, especially over at Yolks, you know, and I got purple salvia, which I don't think I'd ever had. It was beautiful. Oh, I just, so pretty. oh my God. I mean, I've always had the red and maybe the, is it, what is another popular one? There's another color, but I don't know if I've ever had the purple and I got so many compliments on this oh. and it just grew and yeah. got tall and oh well, and it's, it's a such a royal color. It is. I mean, yes. it really is. Well, I chose it for my color. I always choose a color for myself every year. And, well, I have only done it the last couple of years, but I purple, I'm so glad I chose that for this mm-hmm. year. It is a royal color. It's a very passionate color. And it's a color where you kind of like really like dive back into yourself and you're, you're oh, it's it's a divine, it's a, it's a divine mm-hmm. color. When we think about it, it's mm-hmm. Jesus, yeah. right? Yeah. Really, and royalty, you know, kind and of royalty. royalty. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And so um, it's a very passionate color. I enjoyed growing it so much. My very fr- favorite purple flower that I grew this last summer, it was a, First time I've grown it is the cup and saucer vine. Yeah, mm. that oh. was fun watching your progress on. Oh, yeah. and I didn't really get that many blooms, you know, with all the vine that I had. Mm-hmm. But I got enough that I had. I got I I got I got pinched with yeah. the bug, yeah. got bit by the bug, and mm-hmm. I will always grow it. Yeah, and I think I will always grow it in that location of our dining patio mm-hmm. area. There, yeah. it just the vine was beautiful. The leaf on the vine was so gorgeous, mm-hmm. and and it was almost like stately mm-hmm. kind of and I think mm-hmm. with our home it kind of has kind of a stately mm-hmm. feel yes. to it so it just felt yes. very stately out there in that little space where yeah. we eat every night mm-hmm. we spent so much time in that patio yeah. more than we did hummingbird haven mm-hmm. actually and I just wanted to just bring more yeah. life and, and flowers and plant life to mm-hmm. that space because yeah. it's very hard space with the yeah. concrete and just right. the, the garage right. side of the back side of the garage and mm-hmm. yeah so it I think that purple's definitely going to be Probably one of my, one of my all time yeah. favorites yeah. always, uh, and it, and it, I think it goes well with a lot of other colors. Yes, yeah. So we've kind of talked about being creative and the creator, and how have you like in this journey the last couple of years? How has this with your relationship with God? How has that meshed together? How has that helped you draw closer to God, your Creator? I I suppose I've learned, and partly part of this is from you too. I mean, God designed all of us to be creative in our own element, right? Mm-hmm. But we're all not supposed to be the same thing. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I've kind of gotten stuck in that little trap of, oh, I want to live like her. Right. I want to be mm-hmm. like her. And mm-hmm. I'm going to do the things because I want to really be like her, right? Yeah. And I guess in my <laughs> my middle life age of 54, mm-hmm. I just realized that God created me to be the best Carrie Alexander I can be. Right. And he's given me my own skill set. He's given me my own desires, my own purpose, and my own creative heart. And I just know for sure, Carol, that I would not be where I'm at right now in working with flowers, flower farming, or even in my, the home that I'm in and the, and the, the the landscape that Mitch and I get to call, you know, our three acres, mm-hmm. I would not be there if it wasn't for God and mm-hmm. all of the maneuvering and the shifting and the, and what he's revealed. And I, th- yeah. I think sometimes too, he reveals things to us when the timing is right. Right. right? There's right. some things that we can't understand or won't know mm-hmm. or won't think is right. Uh-huh. Like back in my twenties, if you told me I would be literally weeding every single day, <laughs> you'd be like, Oh, no way. <laughs> right. I'd be on the ground yes. that I would be playing with the fattest worms you've ever right. seen in your life. 
I mean, they're so fat. They're like little snakes, uh-huh. right? If you uh-huh. would have told me that when I was in my 20s, that I would be doing <laughs> yes. this, that I would have the dirtiest fingernails, mm-hmm. that I would not shower for two days. Yeah. <laughs> I would have salt just, you know, yes. coated on my arms and my, uh-huh. and my face because I sweat so much. I would have told you that you are absolutely insane. Yeah. Yeah. You are insane. Yeah. But here God, and, you know, he voiced it through my friend, right? right? right. You know, you were going to work with flowers. And so I think that this whole creative part for me, at least at this, at this point in my life, um, that's where I'm really finding my creativity mm-hmm. with God oh, and, and his desires and my perp and the purpose that he wants yeah. me to be on right now. starting or currently working on a creative project but don't know what to do next do you need someone to talk to someone who will give you feedback and tools to get your creativity back on track this is what Gromia's story is all about paul and carol willem roberts your creativity cultivators will help you start continue or complete creative projects big or small Visit www.growmeastory.com to learn how Paul and Carol can help. Now, back to Dreams and Bones. I think for a while it was like designing ads was mm-hmm. like my creative part mm-hmm. that I got to do right, with customers. Sure. I got to, you know, design ads. And I took a lot of passion and a lot of, it gave me great, just gave me great, uh, great purpose to like really lay out really nice, clean ads for my designers mm-hmm. to work with. Yeah. I mean, I almost, to me, it was like creating an art. Yes. In fact, one of my designers said, said to me one time, we don't even like to throw your, what do you call it, shrapnel for the ad. Right. We don't even like to throw it away because it's so beautiful what you've created. Like you've really taken time and your handwriting is so nice. Uh. You, you have such great instructions. Mm-hmm. So I just felt like. That was my purpose for a long time was mm. to create really powerful ad campaigns for people. And the design part of it was really fun for me because yeah. I am a creative person. Yeah. And then I got bored with that. Mm-hmm. And then I was mad at myself because I'm like, you know, God made me really good at this. Right. And now I don't want to do it anymore. I'm not having fun with it anymore. Right. <laughs> yeah. So then when I became publisher, it was like this free, you know, space to like, okay, write a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I would do special section content sure. writing for all of our special sections because I couldn't, hi- I couldn't afford to hire a special right. section writer. Right. So I started doing it myself. It was hard work, but it was very rewarding. Mm-hmm. And then the best thing was, is I got to do hike and bike with Mitch. Mm-hmm. Mitch and I could collaborate on yeah. his outdoor adventures and people wanted to know, how do you get, how do I get to the mountain lake, Mitch, that you visited? Right. How, is it really hard to hike there? And Mitch would write about these experiences, and then I would put this into a publication, mm-hmm. and with all the beautiful photography that right, he's taken, and we would right. create these amazing. We created four, yeah, four years in a row. We did hike and bike, oh. and I am so grateful for that for that collaborative, creative experience with my husband because we have created an amazing journal for four years yes. of Mitch's treks for our children, our future grandchildren yes. to come, and relatives, and just people who love to follow Mitch, right? right. They can right. just. In fact, we heard from a lot of people this last year. We missed not having oh, a hike and bike this yeah, year. Yeah. So I just think the creative spaces for me have, have evolved and changed. Mm-hmm. And then it became when I you know left the newspaper, I, I thought, well, what am I what can I do to still write? Mm-hmm. What can I do to still share my journey with others? And then I created the Sunshine Report. Yes. And I, I was just gonna say, I think that that's a great yeah, outlet for your writing. And and it's just wonderful. You know, I mean, it's just almost a combination of 
you know, seeing what you're doing, but then you also talk about, you know, some practical things about mm. what you do growing the flowers. Mm. And, and I think people like that kind of, that combination of, of stuff. I and, hope so. Yeah. And I also just wanted to be so authentic. Right. And, and that's it too. Super yes. transparent. Yeah. Like sometimes I'm like, oh, should I really share that much? Because do people really want to know the pain I'm in? Mm-hmm. Or But then I always feel like people think that there's this like misconception of me that, or even a misperception that, you know, oh, she's always so happy. Uh-huh. And I am uh-huh. happy. I, right. I do because I choose happiness, right? right. I think God did give me this instilled gift. Mm-hmm. My dad tells me that all the time since I was just born, since I was little. He said, honey, you just, you've always been joyful. Yeah. You've just yeah. always been joyful. Mm-hmm. You didn't cry a lot. You played well with others. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you just, God gave you a, a lot of joy. Yes. And, he, and he, I'm so grateful that he did. But, th- but I also have moments where I feel despair or oh, I, yeah. I, where I'm not, where I don't have courage. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of wanted to have a space to write about this journey that I'm in where I'm really not comfortable mm-hmm. and I'm really physically uncomfortable right, right. now. Right. Right. Um, and to share that with people. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, I hope, I think I've got, I have people that I don't even really know very well that I'll run into at the store and they're mm-hmm. like, I love your sunshine reports. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I'm so glad that you follow. Thank right. you. Yeah. And, and how does one follow, uh, so- how do we do that? What? Tell me more. Because you guys, again, follow. <laughs> He's not on yeah. Facebook. I know. So. <laughs> this is where I need to change to, Paul, because not everybody's on Facebook. Yeah. So I do yeah. share my Sunshine Report on my Facebook page, the Sunshine Flower. It's, that would be Sunshine Flower Farm uh, on Facebook. I also have an Instagram handle as well where I do share. I share so, quite so a bit. So you could see it on there. I could see yeah. it. Yeah. I, I could figure do, that out. So you just need to follow me on Instagram, mm-hmm. um, Sunshine Flower Farm, Idaho. But I... I, I don't have a website. I don't even have like an email base where I could be emailing a newsletter. Right. Those are things that I've thought about that would be really fun in the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm kind of a one woman show mm-hmm. right. right now. And well, so and right I, now you're focused on the growing, yeah. you know, I really am. I'm getting the product. Yes, yeah. I'm really focused right. on the growing. And I just, um, and I'm also, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I, Mitch and I kind of had a little scary thing happen this last year. We had a guy that he dealt with years ago who, uh, he had harassed Mitch a little bit. He had harassed me a little bit, too, when I was publisher. And then I mm-hmm. left, and we didn't hear from him at all. And he all of a sudden, he kind of came back into our lives and other folks who he's been mm-hmm. harassing, too. And so part of me kind of felt like, ooh, yeah. I don't want to share now. It's it's sad how sometimes you do really good work for oh, people. Yeah. And in Mitch's world of law enforcement, you do really good work yeah, for right. people. And, it, and things can kind of come back. Yeah. So part of me, too, and in this world we live in, too, where... You know, when you put yourself out there, especially on social, yes. you can be judged. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. You, people can say critical things. Yes. And yes. almost mean-spirited things. And that yeah. kind of happened to me a little bit with him. I had to end up blocking him. Right. So this is another place I'm in right now where I'm like, oh, you know, how much do I want to share? Yeah. And how often do I really want to do my reports? And do mm-hmm. I want to keep my reports less personal? Right. So I'm on, I'm kind of on a little mm-hmm. bit of a, yeah. a wave right now. It's yeah. kind of na- navigating sure. how I want that to look. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it is. I think it's, yeah, this whole process of, and I think it evolves. You know, sometimes that you do, depending on what's going on in your life, yeah, you might share a little bit more, and then, yeah, things happen, and you might want to, you know, back yeah. off a little yeah. bit. And but, but I know, I think too, what people, or at least what I appreciate with your report is, yeah, it is. I mean, you can hear you, you know, it's really? like, it's your voice, it's, and you come through, and and I think that's what you want, you want, you yeah. know, just your, yeah, who you are coming through, and your enthusiasm, I mean, even through the tough times when you, 
get, you know, you're at the end of the day and your bones are achy and you have to take a bath. And, you know, but I think that's part of the whole story. I mean, and that's, you know, and that's okay. And yeah. Thank you for joining us for our conversations with people who live creative lives. Paul, any thoughts on today's episode? Well, I will say I wasn't at all surprised that Carrie has so many colors in her in her mind. You and Carrie think of colors differently than I do, and I find it really fascinating. I feel like you you notice and talk about the colors of the flowers. You have uh, specific favorites in a in a stronger way than I do. That that's not good, bad. It's just unique. It's how the creator has made you. And I loved hearing about her plans for how to how to bring all of those colors uh, out in this coming year. She's really got to make some plans to make that happen the way that she envisions it. And it's, it's very enjoyable for me to, to listen to all of that. Well, as we bring this episode to a close, we would like to thank you for listening to this program. Would you like to See what else we do at Grow Me a Story? Visit www.growmeastory.com to sign up for our weekly newsletter, read our Fertile Ground blog posts, and find more ways to learn about living a creative life. Join us next Friday for the final episode of our interview with Carrie Alexander. And don't forget to subscribe to Dreams and Bones on either Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. Just search and subscribe to any of these apps on your phone And you will be notified each Friday when another episode of Dreams and Bones has been published.